In electroconnective theory, space expands to accommodate the time necessary to incorporate its dimensions. This is the science fiction rating system. And that was, that was a, the queen. Uh, that, was, that was the queen, but it was meant to be a precocious young girl, but I can't really do that sort of voice. She was kind of upper class, wasn't she, the way she talked? Yeah, anyway, no, it's good. this is the podcast that aims to rank every science fiction film from one to infinity. Uh, we've got a big list at sciencefictionratingsystem.com. Each week, we put a film in there. This week, it's a user's choice. It's Doctor Who and the Daleks. But first, let me introduce my co-hosts today and every day, Chris Redding. Bonjour. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Um, looking forward to this. Good, good. And Alex Humphrey. Hey there. How are you, Alex? I'm not bad. Yeah, this is a good one. This is different. We don't different. normally... We haven't do, done a film from the 60s for a while, we haven't. I would say. Now, I'm fully aware that uh, there's no Doctor Who fans here either, really. I did. I did watch it. I watched it. I did watch Sylvester McCoy. I remember that as a kid. Right. And I kind of went. I did watch some of the reboot, you the did? Matt Smith right, ones. Okay. Yeah, I did. And and uh, I have seen the what's it, McGann brother one that you we were talking about. Yes. Which is really bad. Um, but then I kind of more recently I gave up on it. I think um, what's his face that Sherlock the Sherlock bloke kind of ruined it. I thought. So I haven't seen any of the Peter Capaldi Sherlock. ones or the oh. Um, oh the guy that invented Sherlock, you know him. Oh, Gattis. Uh, Gattis. Yeah, and Stephen Moffat. Moffat. I th- yeah, I think before the guy that did them before that, who again I can't remember. Russell his name. T Davis. Russell T Davis ones were good. I think Stephen Moffat is a bit him and yeah, they're just he's just a bit up his own up his own ass. But um, and, yeah, so I've given up on it recently. Although I've right. I have friends who say it's. The quality has gone back up. It's very good. And Chris, what's your whatever? (laughs) Doctor Who (laughs) is a byword between me and my friends as cheap shit. Brilliant. And like where the sets look terrible. And no matter what planet they go to, it looks like an old swimming baths in in, uh, Wales. Do you know what my um, major problem with the new ones was? Uh, It's the extremely loud and constant soundtrack. Yeah. They have this kind of weird, like, just, like, chugging, like... Duh, 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 yeah, that's duh, duh, how duh, they duh. make something not shit, mm, well, yeah, in their awful. eyes. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. So, anyway. none of us are experts, so... <laughs> the unprecedented step of we're going to start with a quiz. Okay. Whoa. To try and, you know, oh, get... Okay. get Because I'm sure there's bits in our brains, we all know bits of Doctor Who, so let's try and get some of that out. Mm. So, I've got right. a question for each of the Doctors. It's 13 Ooh. Doctors. And I've also wow. got a bonus question. Uh, for a bonus doctor, right? Um, so you can take it in turns and pick pick a number doctor, and we'll we'll do a question each and see who can get the most questions. And it's okay. it's not all like you know deep Doctor Who knowledge because I was not interested in finding that. So you know, be, okay, have some fun. So who wants to Let's go first? Go. Uh, I'll go. F- I'll go first. Okay, pick pick a number from one to thirteen or bonus. Uh, ten. Ten. Right. So this is a nice easy one for starters. Uh, the 10th Doctor was David Tennant. David Tennant's mm. real name is David John MacDonald. After which seminal pop star did Tennant take his stage surname? Oh, um, uh, the Pet Shop Boys. Uh, what's it, Tennant? Yes, him. <laughs> what's it, Tennant? <laughs> yeah, that guy. Right. Neil Tennant. Neil Tennant, there we go. Brilliant. One <laughs> point to Alex. There we go. Phew. You see, we know more about Doctor Who than we thought already. Chris, yeah. pick a Doctor. Uh, what number do they go up to? Up to 13 and a bonus. 12. 12. Peter Capaldi. 
was the 12th Doctor. Uh, before being the Doctor, he had also played John Frobisher in Series 3 of a Doctor Who spin-off series. What was this series called? Oh, it was that... Was it Torchwood? Correct. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Oh, right. Look at us, man. We know loads about Doctor Who. You see? <laughs> uh, Alex, pick a Doctor. Uh, one. One. Ooh. Doctor Who began with... Do you remember his name? First Doctor Who isn't the question, but... Uh, oh, no, I wrote it down. William Hartnell. William Hartnell, yes. He began life as Doctor Who on 23rd November 1963 at 5.16 and 20 seconds, which was 80 <laughs> seconds later than scheduled. <laughs> which historical event the day before had caused this doctor to be late for his first appointment? Oh. oh I wrote no, these questions. I'm not good at history. 22nd November 1963. Is that uh, JFK? Yes! Phew. There you go. (laughs) Fantastic. Uh, Chris. He was really pissed off about that. (laughs) (laughs) What I love is how it's 80 seconds late, right? Which means it was due to start at 5.15 and 30 seconds, which is still a strange time to start a show, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Chris, pick a doctor. Uh, 13. Thirteen. I'm only doing the ones I know, like in our era. When you're going to run no out, chance. The ones you never know. These, are, these aren't all. Anyway, thirteen. Uh, thirteen. Can you name the act, actor who plays the thirteenth Doctor? Yeah, it's the woman. Um, <laughs> Got a name? I couldn't name her. Um, no. <laughs> I can't remember no. her name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's a, she knows someone I know. She's like a friend of a friend, but I can't remember her name. Ring your friend up. Sorry about that. Well, I can it's do, a, but that'd be cheating. Is that a pass? <laughs> yeah, it's a pass. Her name Bone is Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. Uh, yeah. There you go. She's yeah. proper northern, like to an annoying point. Annoying point, right? <laughs> well, she's in, yeah, she's in the in the show, isn't she? Yeah. yeah, she's all like, you know, they're doing normal Doctor Who shit, and she's all talking about barn cakes and fucking. Yeah. Ah, we'll get a pie. Let's go for a pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Uh, I mean. That, you know, it's your friend, so say say what you want closely, carefully. But anyway, uh, Alex, pick yourself a doctor. Uh, six. Six. Colin Baker was the okay. sixth doctor. Classic. He was the most short-lived of doctors at this point. Only 31 episodes. Um, oh. He's also the only actor who played the doctor to have what done to him by the BBC. Oh. Been fired. Oh. Yeah, fired. He fired. Yeah, you got it. He was fired. Yeah. Oh, why was he fired then? This is when Michael Grade came in and oh. uh, hated Doctor Who, hated Colin Baker, and had a clear out. They wanted to regenerate him, and they said, "Like, oh, can you come back for three episodes so we can hand you a hand over?" And he said, "No, fuck off." Which is which is brilliant. Regenerate yeah. me without yeah. me, yeah. dickheads. So that's the only yeah. only Doctor as well where wow. Sylvester McCoy played both the regenerated Doctor and the old Doctor. Regenerate this. So much shit, Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> regenerate this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chris, pick yourself a doctor. Uh, nine? Have we done nine? No, we haven't done nine. We'll do half now and half later, shall okay. we? We'll do, we'll do seven now. Then. Right, uh, nine. Christopher Eccleston. Uh, Christopher Eccleston was annoying and rubbish as the ninth doctor. But people <laughs> loved it. And Doctor Who was very much better. Hold on, hold on. Is this... Where Have you written oh, this? Yeah, I wrote all these questions. Oh, okay. I've, done, I've done so much research to write these questions. I just don't know whether we're going into, like, uh, yeah, that, that opinion, opinion not question. Yeah, no, the answer like, lies in his mind. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. Um, right, let me start again. Chris Rexton was annoying and rubbish as a ninth Doctor, but people loved it, and Doctor <laughs> Who was very much back. In my mind, the question set is, 
This is the last time I can identify any actor other than Doctor. So, can you name two of the Doctor's companions? You have the actor, actor or the yeah, name in the um, series. Billy Piper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Noel Clark. I mean, I shouldn't really give you that. Oh, because he, he, actually... was a, a, he wasn't a companion. But I have put him down, because yeah. oh. that's what I thought of as well, so I'll give you that, yeah. Right. Good work. Yeah. So you know Look more than you thought. Yeah, we did. How many have we had? We've had one, it's on two... Tele- it's on telly every two three. minutes. You know, you take a lot of <laughs> shit in when you're literally uh, like reaching for the remote. I just think the way you've stayed impartial on this subject, Chris, is really, uh, <laughs> really impressive. Right, let's have one more, then we'll come back to the rest a bit later in the episode. Uh, Alex, do you want to pick one more? Uh, four. That's four. it, four. Uh, the most popular Doctor of all, consistently topping best Doctor polls, who played the fourth Doctor? And there's a bonus point option here. Can you name any other acting screen credit, on-screen actor credit for this actor? Is it Tom Baker? It is Tom Baker. Can you name anything else where he's on screen? On screen? Because I was going to say the Wombles, but no, <laughs> not the Wombles. There's nothing to do with the Wombles. <laughs> any other credit that Tom Baker... Think um, about how, no. how famous he is. Can anything else you've seen him in? No, I can't. He, I can't he obviously popped up loads of times as Doctor Who. Like No, it was something else he actually started. Yeah, what, right. what else was he in? No. No, what? What is it? Where's all gummage or something like that? Well, I mean, the one that I went to is Little Britain is the narrator, isn't he? But he's ah, off sc- yeah, but he's, oh, not on screen, but he's off screen. Yeah, yeah, that's not. Yeah, um, on screen, he was in. Do you remember Randall Hopkirk deceased? Normally, oh yeah, other than me. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. no, I remember that. He was yeah. in that. Um, oh cool. He was in Wasn't Fort, he the Fort, voice Fort Boyard. Of... He was. He lived in one of the. Oh yeah, Fort Boyard. <laughs> Fort Boyard. <laughs> Fort Boyard. Was that Dirty Den era? That's it, yeah. Boyard. And he was Professor Plum yeah. on the Cluedo quiz show. Do you remember that when they all sat? Oh, on oh the... yeah, 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 yeah. God, okay. Wasn't he the talking clock for like was it? two days or a week or something? Oh, for a know. while, when you rang the talking clock, it was him for a little bit, I think. Okay. I don't know. I think that's, yeah, it sounds familiar. Anyway. Well, there we go. So we'll have the rest halfway through. <laughs> but for now, it's 4-2 to Alex. And we all know more about Doctor Who than we thought, don't we? So that's yeah. good. One doctor we don't know much about, and no one does really, is Peter Cushing. Now, do you know why this film got made? No, tell us. Uh, so Doctor Who's on TV series, uh, started on TV in 1963, and the Daleks were the bad guy. And basically Britain went batshit crazy for Daleks. Absolutely <laughs> could not get enough of Daleks. Mm. Um, so, yeah, uh, the film studio, who's now forgotten, Amicus... Uh, paid £500 to the BBC for the film rights to make two films based on the Daleks. Basically, it's a cash grab. Mm. And it's a cash grab to the point that they literally remade uh, two episodes of the series. That's what the <laughs> films are. Um, which, I mean, I've not seen those, so I can't really comment on how close they are. But of everything I've read, says so it basically is a shot-for-shot shot almost remake of them. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, obviously, the Doctor's different, that's it. So um, Yeah, the Doctor's very different, though, isn't he? Yeah. So we've both it's, have we all seen this at some point? Do we think? I think yeah, I was a kid. I think it yeah. might have been on the TV at one point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm sure I've seen it. Yeah. No. Um, let's get into it. So yeah, Doctor Who in this world isn't a time traveling uh, time lord. He's just an old bloke who invented a time machine, played by Peter Cushing. Who uh, he was about fifty, I think, at this time. So he's dressed older than he was. What does everyone mm. think of Peter Cushing's performance in this film? from the top here and all the way through Alex I think? thought he was really good to be honest mm-hmm. I actually think because I read a bit and they were all like oh he's a rubbish Doctor he's nothing like Doctor Who but I actually thought he was quite a lot like Doctor Who because he's kind of a bit kooky mm-hmm. he's a bit like 
he's a genius, obviously. He kind of says one thing and then does completely the opposite, which to me is a trait of Doctor Who. Yeah. He's quite manipulative as well, which is a kind of a Doctor Who thing. Yeah. Um, he's physically a bit weak, obviously, but then that's like okay because he's an old man. I mean, I actually, I, I mean, I think Peter Cushing's a great actor. Yeah. Um, very underrated actor, and I think in this he's proper. He's selling it. He's it's a stupid character, and he's really. <laughs> doing all he can to act the crap out of it, I think. Yeah. And I liked him. I thought I thought he was a completely valid Doctor Who. Chris, Chris um, how do you feel about Peter Cushing? I think he's better in Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. He's not in Rogue One. He's awful in Rogue One. He's, <laughs> he's really not creepy. in it. <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, he's, that version is really creepy. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I'd probably go with everything. Would you say better than better or worse than Roy Castle in this film? Oh my god, Roy, Roy Castle is just like oh my god. It's almost like his character is almost like someone who just hated men. Just had written a film where like the male lead is the most idiotic, like wimpy, pathetic. He's just or just hated. I don't know. Who they hate. He's just an awful character, isn't he? I think if you think of this as a kids' film, he's there as the kids like doing pratfalls and stuff for kids, isn't he? But wouldn't even a child find it annoying after a while? Would you like, think so? I know I would do. I mean, he was I mean, a he was a Blue Peter presenter. You know, he's like that sort of mm. thing, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, he's just so tiresome. Like he used to annoy me on Record Breakers. Mm. Oh, he wasn't Blue Peter. It was Record Breakers. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Just because he got uh, cancer, everyone thinks, "Oh, yeah, go and blow your trumpet, Roy." He was crap. <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> Wow, and I thought Chris would say the most controversial thing during this podcast. You know what I mean? Though? Like he's like lion eyes, just because he died young. Mm, but yeah, Bollocks, he was rubbish. He was just like just no. too overly nice. Like oh well, god, anyone who thought he was good needs to watch this film because he's yeah. so annoying in this film. Like yeah, it's just like everything he can trip on, fall on, like sit on, <laughs> uh, get scared of. Yeah. I mean, there's a bit at well, one point Dick where Van Dyke. he like, it's like that, isn't it? There's a bit where he literally. Like turns to hide and like cowers on his girlfriend. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, oh, yeah. He, he's, he also his introduction is he's like perving through the door and the door the, the little kids like got got you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So there's four four leads. We've got the doctor. We've got Roy Castle as Ian. Then we've got yeah. uh, Barbara and Susan, who are Doctor Who's granddaughters. I suppose. I think they're both. Yeah. Granddaughter. Uh, yeah. yeah. One's a small child. One's like a I guess a twenties teen woman. Mm. Uh, who is dating Ian, and she's got she's come out for date nights, but she's got to go and get ready. So, <laughs> my argument about this film is that basically Doctor Who's the villain in this film, and Ooh. there's lots of lots of good times. So, first of all, interesting, yeah, that's an um, interesting concept actually. He steals I can the, see he, that he steals the chocolates that were meant for uh, his granddaughter, and mm-hmm. then strategically places them under Roy Castle's ass, so he sits on and destroys them, mm-hmm. thereby trying to yeah. break up the link between them. And then he's like, "Oh, Roy." I've got this uh, time machine out back. Do you want to come and look? <laughs> and, you know, no regard yeah, for where he's, he's, isn't he? So they go out to the, the TARDIS, and mm. who knows what TARDIS stands for? Time and relative um, uh, dimensions Duh-duh. in space. Geek. <laughs> <laughs> right, they're going to the TARDIS. Like... Oh, dear. Got to oh, cut that out. Dear. You can't say that word anymore. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> So yeah, they go look around the TARDIS, uh, which, he, which he's in his back garden, and he gets some real like 
Um, just crap acting Roy Castle like oh look yeah. at this we're all a bit strange all ground the back oh it's not real and he sort of prat falls onto the lever and they go off into space mm. and uh, they land I would say yes. the TARDIS the inside of the TARDIS is one of the worst like sets <laughs> I've ever seen it's like <laughs> someone got a room and then just said oh Anyone who's got kids, yeah. get your kids to bring in their art projects and just place them around this room yeah. and then put in a rocking chair. It None of it even looks... It's not even connected, is no. it? No, There's it's the no, prop room at the BBC. Yeah, yeah. It, it is so awful. It, it is it's so awful. Everything in there, you can work out how they've probably made it because it's so basic. It is, it's a really bad set, like... Just terrible. And if you think as well, this is meant to be like the big budget, big screen version of Doctor Who. Isn't yeah, it? but no, it's the people all, doing oh. it, right? They're the they're the people who are like set dressing, um, like the good life and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, in their day job, and then this is like, yeah, and they were completely out of their depth. It's it's very yeah. The set of the TARDIS is very bad, very bad. Like anyway, yeah. Yeah, we're not there long because they they no. fly to a creepy looking planet which is like a sound stage with a few fake trees on it. And this is the planet Scarrow, which is uh canonically in Doctor Who or something, but yeah. I, I don't really know. Yeah. Um yeah. and they they snap the trees a bit, wander around, they meet this weird dog who's <laughs> petrified and dead. Yeah, see, now, I just was thinking about that. Is that actually what's inside the Daleks, then? No, I looked this up. Uh, inside the Dalek oh, okay. is a weird, like, yeah, uh, mushy brain. octopus brain yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, because you see a kind of weird hand, you lizard hand. You do see hand. a weird lizard hand, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's a weird lizard, and we saw a weird lizard hand. Are we trying to say that that's what's inside the Daleks? No, this is no, something else. Right. Uh, uh, whatever, then. I guess it's just had that lying around, yeah. Yeah. There's a weird bit as well, and he knocks it over, and it disintegrates. And then the doctor says to the little girl, he's like, so we'll never know what that was, will we? Like, really, like, just <laughs> off to the side. Like, what? Is that imp- improvised? <laughs> it's very strange. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then we get into the little bit of Doctor Who basically being a prat here, because he, everyone's like, we don't want to be here. This planet is a mess. There's nothing here other than a yeah. creepy dog. Let's leave. And Doctor Who's like, oh, we can't leave. I've, I've lost a bit. Um, yeah, it would lost some mercury. He's not actually lost it, has he? He's actually taken it away on purpose to force him to stay yeah. here. See now, I see. To me, that's a very Doctor Who thing to do. do you like, think? because it's an alien thing to do. He's that obsessed with like the exploration and the kind of investigation that he's willing to literally sacrifice these people's lives for it. That to me is quite a Doctor Who thing to do. Yeah, like mm. someone who just doesn't give a shit because he just wants the adventure. Like, I think that's quite a Doctor Who uh, trait. I would say. Okay. But he is a bit of a bastard. I like your reading of the film that he's the yeah. villain. Um, I like that because he's seen a city, um, which they go to. A city. It's like a, it's like three buildings, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's a room and a corridor, and the corridor's shot from about eighteen different things. And it's like one of those old like what are those lifts called that are always going up and down. Is it Paternoster they called? Oh yeah. You know, just yeah. Don't stop. There's one of those. Um, yeah. So they get they get here and they're exploring a bit. And do you remember the scene? There's a a long probably a three, four-minute scene of Roy Castle tapping... <laughs> he's, like, tapping the side of a unit that makes the door open and then running yeah. towards that door to try and get through. Oh, the man. door shuts yeah, before he gets through. And he does Do this, know, must be four or five times, wasn't it? 
Do you know what it reminded me of? Do you remember when we did um, Empire Strikes Back and I said there's that whole story about the robot getting inside the Death Star and pranking oh, the yeah, Empire? Yeah. It almost, I, it's almost like the Daleks are in another room going, close it, close it, no, no, open it, no, no, close it, close it. He's going to run, now close it again. It's almost like they're doing it deliberately to just can like... Can you like imagine the sense of humour the director must have? Oh, no, I know, yeah. And like, also, how, how is this written in the script? This like extended scene. Yeah. Also, you forgot there's a bit before that where they go for the walk, and the next shot is Doctor Who coming in, going, "Oh, that was a steep climb, wasn't it?" Yeah. And you just don't see what they climbed. <laughs> but then you do. But the weird thing is they have that set because you see it later. Yeah. So why didn't they show it that time round? It's like time a really weird. Yeah. It's just a really weird like. Yeah. They, they anyway. had to fit in this whole like uh, Roy Castle scenes. So they had to cut that bit out, didn't they? <laughs> um, yeah. Obviously, that was what it was. <laughs> um, yeah, so exploring this place, Barbara gets lost and mm. runs down a corridor. I mean, they just there's a lot of like you know um, in uh, New Hope when they're escaping the Death Star. Yeah. It's like that, but done by like six year olds, isn't it? Really? Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like going down the same corridor over and over again, running back every permutation of people here and there. Mm. Uh, eventually, eventually, the Daleks show up. And yeah, I mean, Dalek iconic, but uh, I mean, at what point in this film were you sick of Daleks talking? Because it was pretty fast for me. <laughs> I, I kind of, it's one of those things where I found it funny and then it was annoying and then it kind of got funny again. Yeah. And why it got funny was because, so there's like, like you said, there is extended scenes of dialogue, of dialogue between the Daleks, yeah. which mm. whoever came up with that as an idea was insane because it's the, like, it's so stupid. It's all have, the expositionary stuff as well. Isn't yeah, it? it's, all it's by, by them the talking yeah. in that stupid voice, like quite long sentences. Yeah. And it's quite funny. But then when it got funny, it kind of got, it was funny. And then, yeah, it got really annoying. When it got funny again was towards the end, obviously the director's gone, oh, we can't just film two Daleks standing there. Oh, yeah. I know. What do they do in TV shows? They have people walking down corridors talking. <laughs> so they've got two Daleks rolling down the corridor <laughs> while other Daleks are around them working and they're like having a chat again. And it's, it's it, it, like, to me, it made me, it's just so funny because it's like what you see in soap operas and stuff where they're like, let's walk to this next room. <laughs> let's talk while we're yeah. walking. And when it's they kept, just them rolling along. <laughs> and when they kept cutting back to like two Daleks talking to each other and explaining what they're going to do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. it's, over and over it's again. So there long. is like the... Where's the film in this? Because because yeah. <laughs> it's like a double bad thing. Because not only is it awful film like at storytelling, but you've yeah. got yeah. two monotone, faceless robots two telling it. talking to each other. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. What's your what's your thought on Daleks, Chris? Are you I... any nostalgia for them or anything? No, <laughs> no. no, they're they're rubbish. But in like in a whole different level of rubbish right like <laughs> yeah. there i i just i think it's the problem with doctor who is because it <laughs> it's gone beyond a joke yeah. like and to the point where like americans love doctor who now like mm. everyone loves it it's so yeah. strange i quite like the daleks i think it's a good design I when do I, think it's an iconic. When I was, it's not um, scary, but it is. An, I think it's an iconic design. When I was doing my quiz, I was like reading up about darks and stuff like that, and I thought, oh, I wonder if they what, like nowadays. And it was like this this bit I found of like the Dalek Emperor, who's a yeah. gigantic Dalek, like floating in yeah. space, and they're all like floating around, like <laughs> these like yeah, they big can fly now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but 
Um, yeah. At this point, they're not flying. They're sort of trundling about a little bit. They've got a very rudimentary CCTV system, which is the crux of their entire plan, really. Is we'll put them mm. in a jail and listen to what they're saying. Because mm-hmm. so yeah, the what's going on is that there's two um, there's two uh, people on this planet. Oh no! First of all, before we go get that, so they send the girl gets out, doesn't she, to go um, back to the ship, and she's chased around the forest by like a giant quality street. Like this big purple quality street that follows her around a lot, and yeah. then uh, she gets back into the thing, and it reveals itself as like uh, it's like Julian Clary in um, <laughs> in strange makeup, yeah. and this guy is uh, the Thals. Is that it? Thals, 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 yeah. Thals. Yeah. Um, a species who, and this is probably the most interesting bit of lore in the whole thing, isn't it? Really, uh, they're in a big atomic war. With the Daleks, they do say yep. five hundred thousand years ago, which is mm. quite a long time. <laughs> yeah, uh, and since then they've forgotten this war, and the Thals have learned to live with the uh, the fallout of this thing, which would would probably gone by this point, wouldn't it? Five hundred thousand years later. Yeah, but never mind. And they've got you, a, they're they've not got a they drug. don't get sorry. Yeah, they don't get radiation sickness like no, anyone else. But the Daleks do, which is why they have to live inside these bins. So mm. they want. The Daleks are still evil, so they don't want to share the drug. They want to get the drug off the Thals, kill the Thals, and get out of their suits and live their lives as wobbly brains. He says that the perfect design for oh, yeah, uh, like yeah. survival is two arms, two legs. He does, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, two hands, two eyes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, it's they took, always they took been form, the best for survival. Yeah, they yeah. took that form. Would we agree with that? Because I think that's bullshit. Like, I mean, clearly, two... Great Big Bin with a nozzle on the end is the... Best design for survival. I mean, isn't they're it? still going. We don't know who these guys are, but we no. still know what a yeah. Dalek is. Still got plungers yeah. around. Um, Do you know what that guy that plays that character is? It Alder, Alidon. Alidon, yeah. yeah. Did you see what his biggest credit is? No. Being the voice of Basil, the Great Mouse Detective. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. There you go. That's his like main. That's his big credit, I would say. Yeah. And this, I guess, but yeah. Um, he's a friendly chap. Gives us some yep. drugs, and then the Daleks watch more CCTV. It just goes on and on, and they want more drugs. So she goes back out, and that guy's like, "Oh, you've lost your drugs. Don't worry, I'll give you some more drugs." Mm. So this whole thing happens again. Um, eventually, they escape. We're skipping on a bit now because it's just like. Did you see? There's a great bit when I like the bit when the Dalek gets her to write a note oh, yeah. to the um... <laughs> surrounded by lava lamps. Yeah, and he's like, "Add this, add this bit, yeah. add this bit." The Daleks want to be your mate. Yeah. Uh, now you must write this for you. Yeah. Yeah. We've got some food. We just want to be friends. Send them. Send that note to them. Yeah. We're doing a great uh, big party in the Great Hall. Everyone's invited. Yeah, we're all it's like in the last five hundred thousand years, they've never tried anything like this. So these and, guys are going <laughs> to fall for this. And also, they're about like what half a mile apart, if that. Yeah, yeah. and they've been like for five hundred thousand years. How do the Daleks like travel other? when they're outside on the planet's surface? Because it's pretty rocky and. Yeah, I don't know. Well, not only that, during the escape, uh, they hide inside a Dalek, don't they? Again, a bit mm. like Star Wars. I think Lucas must have watched this and got some tips mm. for Star Wars. Definitely. And they get to a lift in what is supposedly Dalek City, and the Dalek suit can't get into the lift. Because there's a lip of the, yeah. the lift. But isn't, isn't this yeah. the Dalek... So what use is that lift? Yeah, yeah this yeah. is where they live. And we already know also... Daleks can fly now, so... I also read that there's a staircase next to the Dalek's water supply pipe. 
So that's a production design error, basically, that they've put a staircase in <laughs> what somewhere. An error. Yeah, they've put that in and been like, oh yeah. shit, yeah, they probably wouldn't be able to use that, would they? Yeah, it's in the background, but yeah, it's a bit silly to oh, have put I that in. I would have liked a scene where the Daleks were discussing, like, oh, remember that idiot Dalek who built these stupid lifts, but put a yeah. lift in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the problem is that any, like, sentence that they say takes an hour for them to say it. Yes. And yes. it's yeah. so, like, I want to smash the screen. <laughs> yeah, it's did awful. You, did, did you read about the whole um, the whole the dialogue stuff? Why it went so wrong? Did you no, read about no, that? no. Uh, so basically, the, the the lights on a Dalek, the lights are supposed to flash when they talk, hmm. but the right. guy that directed it didn't know that, so he just made the lights flash as whenever he wanted. Right. So when they got round to doing the dialogue over the top, they had to speak in really funny ways, fast or slow, because they were trying to match the lights. Oh, for fuck's sake. What? So he's just gone, oh, flash the lights however you want, because <laughs> it's fun. And then the dialogue people are like, oh, shit, we're supposed to match those lights. So there's that one bit where the guy talks really slow, the dialogue talks really slowly and then goes really fast. Yeah. And it's obviously them trying to Probably kind of find... Yeah, but the director was just like, oh, yeah, just flash the lights some more. Yeah, that's great. Do it. Because wow. he didn't know anything about Daleks. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. So that's kind of one of the reasons why they're so... Weird. How they is, talk. I, we've been missed as well not to mention we've, we've actually missed one bit of the escape, and that was oh, the, yeah. that was the fantastic plan of putting potato <laughs> in the Dalek's eye, and then yeah. throwing a sheet down and making it roll onto the sheet. Yeah, no, that's really weird. So basically, aren't they saying that they're like uh, they are they even say they're like dodgems, don't they? Yeah, yeah. they're conducting the, the metal. Yeah. They're conducting. You, so if you put a sheet down, but then Chris is right. How do they roll off the? They can't. Round? How do they how do they lay those pipes? Yeah. How did they build anything? And well, shouldn't they have like a stick that goes up and touches the ceiling? <laughs> that'd be brilliant. So you get Is a circuit. On the, that'd be so, so you good. get a circuit. <laughs> and like if one turned round, they ought to turn round yeah. to go back to a junction point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's like sparks coming off the top. <laughs> and also, when they do turn that one off, or wherever they do, why does the monster drop out the bottom of it? Because the, 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 the green thing is underneath isn't no, it? he, he pulls it out. out. He puts the he puts the rug inside it, and he puts the monster inside it, and pulls it out oh. the, the head, and then drops it oh, on the floor. God. Yeah. Oh. And it like yeah, we see that shot of its like hand, and I thought oh, it's yeah. going to come back and get them, but no, it's just the hand. No, it's just dead. Um, <laughs> right. So they have escaped out the lift, and <laughs> we're about halfway point. So should we finish the quiz off before going back to oh, the rest okay, of this go film? Let's go. So uh, we're up to Chris's turn. We've we've got left two. Uh, we've got two, three, five, seven, eight, eleven, and bonus. Eleven. Right, eleven is Matt Smith. Matt Smith was the eleventh Doctor, and any more than that is a mystery to me. What piece of clothing enjoyed a ninety-four percent rise in sales following Mister Smith wearing one throughout the series? A uh, bow tie. Yeah. That is in quotation marks, 94% rise. I couldn't really work out what stat, who was saying that stat. But well, trying to right. get bow tie sales stats is probably difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. A lot the of these shots aren't computerised. Yeah, the bow tie industry is very You'd literally be calling like little shops who sell bow ties and asking them. Yeah. I think that one, Matt Smith, is the only one I've literally not seen a second of on, on yeah. TV. I he was quite even... good. Was he? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he was all right, yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, Alex, pick, pick a doctor. Uh, two. Two. Patrick Troughton was number two. He was in 119 episodes of Doctor Who. But how come? Why can you only buy and watch 66 of these episodes? 
oh, were they like uh, destroyed? Like they was it those all that BBC stuff they kept in a basement somewhere and then it yeah. it just got burnt or something called correct damage. Yes, large quantities yeah. were taped over. Taped over. <laughs> they put like <laughs> Dad's army on programs. it. Or something. Yeah, um, and you know what's even better than this, right? They actually they sold the overseas rights to BBC's Enterprises as well, so they had a copy as well, mm. and. Uh, so there were there were two copies. It had kind of got a backup, mm. but the 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 act the right enterprise BBC Enterprises had separate rights with the actors to screen these things overseas. Right, mm. they expired. They couldn't be bothered to um, re up on them because it was black and white. And everything was colour now, so they chucked them all in the bin as well. <laughs> <laughs> How brilliant! <is> that? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So they've wow. lost like okay. tons and tons of these episodes. Bin a lot, yeah. Mentally, Crazy. and they've remade a lot of them as like uh, radio plays off the scripts and stuff because people are so mad about oh, okay. Doctor Who. But... That's, well, that's quite at least that's good. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, right, Chris. Three, five, seven, eight, or bonus, bonus, bonus. Right, there are thirteen numbered Doctors, but there is one Doctor between Paul McGann and Christopher Eccleston who doesn't have an he hasn't got a numbered name, but he has got a name. So, can you name the actor who played that Doctor or what that Doctor's name is? I can imagine, I can see the face. I just don't know the name. Um, I, 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 know, I think I know this one. Do you? Um, Any ideas, Chris? No, sorry. Alex? Is it the War Doctor? It is the War Doctor. Yeah, I saw Alex that. Is the and it's, of... and it's, uh, and it's um, what's his face from Alien and Contact, whose name I can't remember, who you hate. John Hurt. But you, John yeah. Hurt, that's it. Yeah. Wow. I'll give you the oh, bonus yeah. point there because oh, that's a. I that's saw a, that. I did see that episode. That actually, I forgot he was in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched the six-minute short with Paul McGann because I like Paul McGann. Mm. It was. Mm. Uh, yeah. But uh, what I heard was yes. that because obviously Paul McGann made that terrible film that maybe we will review. I don't know at some point, but I've heard since then he's done a lot of like radio things as well, and he's yeah. actually quite well respected by fans as being him, quite a good doctor. Yeah, him and Colin Baker, mm. the one who got fired, have both mm. done tons of audio ones and stories for stuff like that mm. and are both yeah quite well regarded and yeah got big backstories it wasn't his fault that it no. was so terrible right alex your question uh five five peter davison was the fifth doctor a dapper young gent in an edwardian cricket outfit what mm. vegetable did he wear in his lapel throughout the series <laughs> radish no it was a stick of celery oh <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know why that no. was his, was why, that his sonic why? screwdriver. No, uh, the doctor is allergic to certain gases in the praxis range of the spectrum. The oh, presence of God. which causes the celery to turn purple. <laughs> oh come on! Re- ah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nice. Peter Davison. There's a little bit of trivia here for you. Uh, hates celery, um, but when they um, did the like the radio dramas, he had to eat it because you can't uh, <laughs> recreate the noise of celery being eaten. I don't believe that. <laughs> Uh, oh that my sounds like some God. bullshit yeah, to okay. me. Right, yeah. we're down to the last uh, three. Chris, three, seven, or eight? Eight. Eight. Paul McGann played the eighth Doctor for a little bit. Good guy. Uh, Richard Griffiths was also considered for this role, and Richard E. Grant would go on to play Doctor Who for Red Nose Day. In which film do all three of these star? Oh. Four Weddings and a Funeral? Nope. Oh. Any ideas, oh, Alex? My. Oh, no. No. It's With Nil and I. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Three ladies, isn't that? it? That's yeah. weird. I think Richard Griffiths would have been a good doctor, wouldn't he? Big, yeah, he would have been a good one. doctor. Yeah. yeah. Big fat doctor. 
Right, Alex, three, five, or seven? I'll have three. Oh, we actually had five. five. Yeah, so three or seven. Yeah, three. three. I'll have three. John Pertwee's th- was the third Doctor, uh, and he was the first incarnation to face the Doctor's ultimate nemesis in the Terror of the Autons. Mm. What was his character's name? This is an easy one. Is it the Master? It is the Master, yeah. Yeah, easy one. I knew that one. Right, Chris, the final uh, question. Uh, Sylvester McCoy, a.k.a. the best Doctor, yeah. uh, fought the psychopathic robotic killer, the Candyman, in the episode <laughs> The Happiness <laughs> Patrol. Oh, I remember Which this one. Which high street sweet product did he most resemble? Absolutely terrified be- me as a child. Yeah, really, yeah me too. Yeah. I can't believe they got away with this, to be honest. Yeah. In, like, in terms of branding. Lucy's well remembered it and was absolutely terrified by it yeah. as well. It's strange, isn't it? Everyone was terrified. What, and it's like a sweet that you can buy? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's still I'll available. Put, yeah, it's the it's the logo of the sweets. Yeah, I accept the the the, the logo or the sweet. But Ooh. have you looked at him lately? Oh, Alex? Harry Bow Man. No, no, it's like it's Bertie no. Bassett. Bertie Bassett. Yeah, yeah. I can't uh, believe they got away with it. Look at this, is, Alex. Yeah, look how not scary this thing is. I'm putting it in the okay. chat. Candyman. I don't believe you've met my young friend Ace. An expert in calorification, incineration, carbonisation and inflammation. I beg your pardon. She's come to look at your oven. Has she indeed? Then she should wait to be asked. Impolite guests get to feel the back of my candy hand. Because I remember being terrified. <laughs> He's got like a big comedy moustache on him. We watched a clip of it, but yeah, it was so oh, scary. God, it? No, it's mental it's... though, isn't it? Yeah. That's actually no, that was really scary. Yeah, it is. It's totally like Bertie Bassett, but with a, a moustache on it. Yeah. How did they get away with it, I don't though? Know. Simpler times. Well, there we go. It's the end of the quiz. And oh. it is a kick in. Alex, you are the crown of the Doctor Who champion. It's 7 thank 3. You. You've won that oh, one. Oh, so. well, thank yeah. you. I there just you want go. to, uh, just in case we were dissing Roy Castle a little bit, I've got he his world records here. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> fastest tap dance, uh, 1,440 taps per minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, longest wing walk. I think that's where you get out of a plane, right? And walk yeah, on a yeah. wing. Three and a half hours. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> uh, Playing the long. same tune on 43 different instruments Ugh. for four minutes. What? <laughs> In four He's minutes. He's like doing all the ones that no one else wants to get. Well, it, a tune, so. what constitutes a tune? Like three notes? So he's just gone. I, I bet he played record bum, breakers theme, didn't he? You know. Wow. Um and then he play, He tapped a million. He did a million taps of his foot in twenty four hours, <laughs> and raised a million pounds for charity. And yeah. he was well known Good for thing. raising lots of money for charity. So he anything was. Sam said guy. about him, yeah. Um, Thanks for no, balanced I'm argument. Not, I'm not Chris. doubting any of that. That's fair enough. But he was still very annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In this film, he definitely is annoying. Not to people with lung cancer. <laughs> Or tap dancers. Yeah. Or tap dance enthusiasts. Or, or yeah. record setters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Guinness Records people. Right, let's get back to the film. Um, everyone's escaping from the Dalek City just as the uh, Alayans, whatever they're called, come in with their baskets, ready to get some grub. And then the Doctor's like, no, it's a trap! But not before yeah. one gets sprayed with Dalek juice. Um, yeah. Did you notice that the Daleks had actually piled up trays of food? In yeah, the room, yeah, yeah. they've got loads like Lego trays of food. So they were they, they were planning that? on feeding them. Yeah, I don't know how they did that. No. How does like yeah. the kitchens work? It's That's a, it. yeah, it's, it's a, a mystery, isn't it? We can't answer. I'm afraid. No. Um, 
Yeah, so they're rescued, they get out, and they go and live with these Alayan guys for a bit, and we get to some more Doctor Who fuckery here, because... Man, this is the big bit, This is the bad one, yeah. Bloody hell. So these guys have had 500,000 years of peaceful existence, and their whole ethos is basically, we don't want to fight because we're all against fighting. Mm. So Doctor Who's like, right, Ian, get this lad's... uh, (laughs) uh, Is it his wife or his daughter? Yeah, whatever it is. What is it? He goes... You kidnapping her, we're taking her, get her, we're going to Dalek City. And yeah. and, and this is also an example of Doctor Who getting Roy Castle hit. Because <laughs> so Roy Castle does it, he's like, oh, I'll get him. This guy just turns around and decks Roy Castle, which was yeah. a satisfying bit of the film. Yeah, and Doctor Who's yeah. like, right, you're not so peace-loving now, are you? Yeah. I mean... I think I read that some like the Communist Party like banned this film because it was so militaristic. Because it's like <laughs> I can believe he, it. He, he does just totally get them riled up for war, doesn't he? Yeah. He's not mucking around. He's like, well, yeah, we've got to go to war with them. Like, yeah, you have to kill them all. Like, it's 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 pretty weird. It's quite brutal. I mean, they've, they've never raised their hand before, and I mean, in, no. in Doctor Who's defence, they do very quickly turn to right. Okay, we're marching on Dalek base. Yeah, with um, their mirrors. Um. Yeah, with their mirrors. But it still, it is pretty manipulative and harsh of Doctor mm. Who to get them all going Again, like see, this. I would say that's very classic Doctor Who, but mm. or, or at least it's an interesting concept of Doctor Who to be a bit of a dick. Why not? Like, well, he deals with the harsh realities of the of the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> By Doctor Who wants them Daleks gone and he's going to get it done. Going to weaponise a nation. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Good and the weapon he chooses is mirrors. Uh, mm. in an awkward scene where it appears that women aren't allowed to talk in this society, doesn't it? They have to just, like, <laughs> sit looking pretty into mirrors and yeah, yeah. Um, that's where Doctor Who gets his brainwave and they march on the base. And there's a, we get this nice bit now. So Ian goes off with the kind of the, uh, the skunk works kind of undercover <laughs> lot, doesn't he? Mm. And you've got two... Well, there's, no, there's more, isn't it, at the start? There's like, he's, he's there with a bunch of these, these Julie Clary-looking chaps. And yeah, Thals, glam rock, glam rock aliens. The glam rock aliens, and they go to like a lake, and one gets eaten it's by the a lake. Swamp. Swamp. It's a swamp full of mutations that you never see. Oh, is that what it because... was? Right, I didn't really know. Yeah, what it's it was. a swamp where they put all the mutations. Uh, right. Yeah, that's a swamp. Because the get... guy says, "Oh no, I wrote it down." Because the guy's like, "Oh, um, oh, we went there, and uh, we went there. Five of us went there, and only two of us came back." It's like, well, it's not that bad. Like, yeah. Only three of you died. So, so knowing that, <laughs> why do they all stick their head in it? I don't know. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Just to look at the pipe and be like, oh, here's the pipe. This is yeah. where they're getting it's water a, from. A swamp alive with mutations. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. one gets killed there. Yeah. And then, then there's two left. They get to this, the, probably the biggest set of the, or biggest like set piece, which is like a big mountain, isn't it, built? And mm. there's a big map painting of some rocks. And we see that the Doctor's teachings have definitely rubbed off on this society because <laughs> they get into the cave and the one guy's like, right, we've got to go and get these Daleks. The other guy's mm-hmm. like, mate, I'm not going in there. This is the worst idea you've ever had. And so his response to this, the one guy, again, decks his mate, knocks yeah. him out, causes yeah. a landslide, <laughs> shuts him in the cave, and he's like, well, you're not going back now, are you? Yeah, and you see later on he's got like a really bad bruise on his face. Yeah. Like they've bothered to put the like makeup on to show... Yeah, yeah. What is going on yeah. with these guys? I would not be saving this race that have very quickly no. become like borderline psychopathic in how they treat each other. <laughs> mm. It's oh, you've also forgotten that the Daleks of their big plan is just to set off a neutron bomb and just kill everyone. Yeah, oh, has that happened before? This has it right? Yeah, yeah. they yeah. explained it. Yeah, yeah. 
the Dalek conference, yeah. which goes on for a long time, very in slowly. an hour. Yeah, um, we see there's a red Dalek, isn't there, and a black Dalek, a few like, yeah. higher ranking Daleks, um, and we we get a another another long shot of there's like a tiny little hole, isn't there, a gap in this cave? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. we individually see each character not only jump the gap but also rope themselves up before jumping the gap. Mm. I mean, it is. It is hard work, isn't it? Really, I um, think there's a bit, you know, the bit when like Ian looks like he's when Roy Castle's going to jump, and then he like stops. Yeah, I think at that point, the his girlfriend Barbara gives him this look, like we're splitting up after this. So. <laughs> this is it. I've had enough now. Like you're going to find myself idiot. a file. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm, I'm leaving. I don't need this. I think she thinks that's what I. That's how I saw her look on her face. <laughs> but. I mean. Really, at this point, there's not much that could go get worse. This film is there. It's so. I mean, have we My watched? Fa- we've watched films in this era before, haven't we? Like them is yeah is from before this and them's before this. Yeah, it, it's different though. We we haven't watched a kids' film from this era. No, it, I, I think that is the. I think Chris is. I think you do have to just see it as a child's film, and then maybe it's a bit better. I don't know. You'd still um, be quite bored, wouldn't you? Though. Mm. What well, the funniest one of the funniest bits I thought was coming up when the countdown of the bomb is on the wall yes. and it's counting down on the wall yes. but for some reason the red Dalek has been charged with uh, standing Just... in front of the countdown <laughs> and reading it out so that everyone knows oh, what man. number they're at I completely it's... lost the will to live at this point <laughs> so there's a, there's a number ticking down and then the Dalek standing in front of it going like 50 49 48 it's like did they not? Why not just have a voice on the countdown, <laughs> or just everyone have a look at the number every so often? But they've only like, got one computerized voice. Yeah. News. Yeah. It's so I, weird. It's just two Daleks. It's funny if like the Daleks talk yeah. like that, but then like are their computers are like really high tech and sound like Siri? <laughs> or, like, <laughs> in their control room. Yeah. Mm. Um, now around this point, I, I've not. I've got the note of of. Uh, that says here, Dalek tripping balls. Um, do you remember when, I can't remember the context of what happens, but they, they do something to one of the Daleks. Oh, and they he like starts throwing. spinning around in circles and he's yeah. going like, help, I don't know where I am, help, I can't see. <laughs> don't they like rope don't him and throw him down, down, the down the, yeah, down the lift shaft? That's earlier on the lift one. Oh, it's just okay. in a room. I can't remember what it is they do, but like, and you see a shuttle on a CCTV, and they're all stood there. One's in the middle, it's going oh, round and round in circles. No, it's they try the drugs from. The oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah that's on it. the Daleks, that's it. and it don't. Yeah. They don't work at all. He just goes, all, I, "What's going yeah. on? What's going on?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just spinning around in circles, and I, yeah, yeah, I like that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, the big climaxes. They get in a room, and they. <laughs> They they basically they've they've worked out that there's no guns and stuff, so the filmmakers decide the only way to show Dalek is getting killed is that they have to attack each other. So I think yeah. three times we see someone trick a Dalek into shooting another Dalek, don't we? That's the <laughs> It's painful. Yeah. It really it's is pretty, painful. It's a pretty anticlimactic ending, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, uh the countdown is is down to three and they need to get out of there. So Roy Castle shouts, Hey Daleks and they all turn around and shoot the control panel. Yeah, and um, there's a brilliant uh, like Roy Castle dummy in the final shot of this. Do you see that dummy? No. There's a brilliant. I'm gonna hang on. I've got the screenshot here. There's like they they cut. He jumps down, and they, you know getting shot. And they cut back to you know the explosions stuff like this. I'm just gonna send you this thing. There's like a. This is this is Roy Castle lying on the floor. <laughs> 
Look at the weird, like, <laughs> bulbous hunchback he's got. And well, he's too. Oh my god, he's too much of a star to do his own line. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah, he saved the day, and they all go back. They have a a a, a, a greeting with the Thals, and as a brilliant, they get the capes. But I love how when they leave, they all individually say goodbye to like everyone. All going goodbye, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. 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 It's like something out of a comedy film. Yeah, it's very odd. Um, and the the stinger on the whole film is that Roy Roy does the machine again, and they appear to have shrunk down to the size of an ant on a yeah. on a piece of grass with a Roman legion Romans. marching yeah. over their heads, and you just get. It just ends with like Roy Castle was doing like pratfalls and like running around, doesn't it? Like going like, yeah. oh, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. fucking dreadful. Right. Did so you, my question you, for you. Sorry, go on. I'll go on. No, I was go just going to say, did you read that they've um, they actually have worked out Stephen Moffat, although I slagged him off earlier, has worked out a way to make this Doctor Who within the real. I Doctor did Who read that. Yeah. Universe. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he basically says that these films exist as films yeah. of the real Doctor Who's exploits. Uh, Doctor Who was co- friends with Peter Cushing, wasn't he? Yeah, and he couldn't do it in the in the, on the TV, but he did it in the Doctor Who's 50th anniversary yes. special, the day of the Doctor, the book of that. He puts yeah. in a quote about, yeah, Peter Cushing and stuff. But I mean, like, fair dues. It's good to try and work it all so that it links. Don't you think, though, that is the worst thing about Doctor Who, is this obsession with everything Making ties it up and it all links up and... It's a bit naff, yeah, but yeah. but you know, it's normally like like what we said with Star Wars. It's normally the undoing of something yeah. when you make it all connect yeah. like that. But but not uh, only that, like it's the undoing, but also like shit BBC Radiophonic Workshop level of undoing and this sort of stuff, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, my final question to you both is: Have we watched a worse film since we started doing this? And can you defend it <laughs> if, if that's um, the case, Chris? I th- oh, Alex, go on then. Well, no, I think that uh, I have we watched. I think a scanner darkly was still worse than this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think lawnmower man. Was a lawnmower still worse. was actually highly offensive. So yeah, that's and true. I think I think Lost in Space was worse than this. I was very uncomfortable during lots oh, bits right. of Lost in Space. You know, the whole like the weird making that girls. I mean, at least at least the child in this is a child. I mean, remember the child in Lost in Space? Oh, that's true. Yeah, the weird sexualized yeah. child. Yes. Yeah. And also Transformers. Do you remember how... I mean, Transformers, the bit when they're, like, like pissing up against their house and stuff. Mm. Um, and also Divergent. That was really, really bad. So, mm. I, I mean, I did find this entertaining. I, I, it was kind of the level of nights for me. I just quite enjoyed laughing at this film. And also, Star Trek V, mm. there's no excuse for that. No. No, exactly. This was just a cash-in, wasn't it? I mean, this is just them trying to make money out of... Um, yeah, I'd put it I'd put it like... I'd put this in the Thunderbird sort of yeah. area. I agree. So you both, yeah. you both think there's worse films? Right, okay. Definitely. Cause it is, because I think you've, you've hit the nail on the head. Neither of us, or none of us, are that committed to Doctor Who. Yeah. So I didn't find it an offensive version of Doctor Who. I wasn't like, oh my God, they've got the Daleks mm. wrong, they've got this wrong. I just was like, yeah, this is... It's ridiculous. It's kind of amusingly ridiculous. I like um, how they've there's like female roles in this film, yeah. and like one of the leads is the female girl, and yeah, 
but like you can still tell that it's still of its era and where it's made in the world is because there's still everyone's posh. Mm. Yeah. And it's still got that round the world in 80 days sort Very of thing, Mary Poppins. 40 days, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, you can't get around that. Like, doesn't matter <laughs> what you are, you're still going to know your yeah, like, place. As, as woke as they can get is that the very yeah. first shot, they show the two women reading science books, don't they? Yeah. No one references it again. No one mentions it. No. no that's, they just, are, that's all they, they get away kind with. Of, they are, the little girl is kind of clever and brave yeah. and they do like, they're, they're all better than Roy Castle. If you... If you were a little boy watching this, you'd just be like, well, who do I identify with? Yeah, like, I don't want to be a Thal. I guess I'm an old man. Yeah, I guess I'm the Doctor. I guess you'd be yeah. like, I'll be like him, a manipulative, old crazy man. old man. <laughs> it sort of underlines for me how UK sci-fi, like I'm happy for the Americans to have sci-fi as their like art form because <laughs> that really is an American art form, this sci-fi stuff. And we are shit at it, especially at this, in this era. Yeah, maybe. I think we it's are. one of the it's one of the true American art forms. It's up there with like uh, studio live live uh, sitcom like Frasier. That's yeah. an American art form, and the, and sci fi is as well. You just thrown yourself under the bus, haven't you? Though? Okay. Well, ha- having made British sci fi, <laughs> yes, but I, but I, no, I'm saying I respect that. You know. Right, heritage. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I think that's a challenge to our listenership to come up with a British science fiction film to kind of prove Chris wrong, especially of this era. I'm sure there are some that are good. There isn't. Like, it's the a very, we've had a very limited. Um, I think probably like, the, the, yeah. the highest nation. I think Under the Skin is probably the highest ranked we've got, isn't it? Of of British, British. British stuff, maybe so yeah. far in this list. Nineteen ninety-four um, was quite. High I mean, up, you could it? argue that there's anglicised stuff going on in a. Lot oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, you know, oh, I know yeah, what you mean, like no, made no, within no. the British studio yeah. system. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. yeah. No, fair enough. No, that's a good point. Yeah, and, it's a good challenge. And also, personally, I because this was what was going on when my dad was young. Hmm. This is, unfortunately, bless him. This is his like actual what he thinks sci-fi is. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it kind of, he, it lost him back then. He's never been interested in it. And that it, like, he really just think it's larking around like this. Yeah, it's, it's a good point, isn't it, actually? It's, yes, mm. that generation have got that. Yeah. And I'm forever having, like, <laughs> issues with that, taking issue with it. Because he yeah. literally will write a lot of stuff off because of this. Yeah. No, I can Fair see enough. it. Yeah. It's like how my dad just thinks Star Wars is for kids and won't engage with anything that looks like Star Wars or is possibly mm. Star Wars or anything yeah. because it came out in 77 and kids liked it and he wasn't a kid. So, so we could know. blame Roy Castle. Yeah. Well, I'm still going to say that I think this film is like, it's worse than Star Trek V because, okay, Star Trek V squandered a lot of what it could be, but like on an actual like watching film level... Like at least half this film is a monotone dustbin <laughs> explaining the plot to me, and the bits that aren't that is Roy Castle just prattling about. It is yeah. a very, it was awful. It was no. so awful, and it was funny. I will say that it was was funny. So maybe it's better than it. it yeah, I changed mine fifteen. It's pretty fifty. <laughs> it, was, it was a funny film, but uh, but I think if you did, if you didn't have that you know laughing at it quality, it is poor mm. in every respect. You know, yeah. In oh, no, a way, no, one-off movie. And it wasn't part of the Doctor Who world. I mean, it's not. It's not. No one would know about it. 
No. And that's the thing, though. It isn't canon. Uh, it's, yeah, but it's it has one of the got very... that in the title. It is got that, you know... It... Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it is, it's, that, this and its sequel are quite unique in the fact that nearly everything else to do, Doctor Who does tie into canon, the overall thing. But these aren't canon, this sequel. Only in that sense that they have said now that the films exist. But yeah, like this, this mm. Doctor Who, who, I mean, he's not an alien. Uh, no. th- this and its sequel, they're canon to each other, but <clears throat> almost everything else they ever made, even like... You know, current release specials and all sorts of weird stuff. Mm. They they do fit into the canon, but they didn't with these because. Um, well, this could have just been can't. where he's a granddad and he forgot he was the Doctor. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, so we're we gonna so we're we gonna say you you thinking under nights before Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Fair enough. Because Knights was actually a more coherently made film. I mean, uh, Steven Spielberg. I guess it's a lot like Knights in that it's like incompetent on almost every level. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I suppose it's at least it's shot like a 60s film, isn't it? You know? Yeah. <laughs> They've got the shots there and the actors are... You can hear what they're saying and things like that. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> you can hear what people are saying. Also, wow. I really like that the... Uh, what's the scriptwriter's name? It's a great name. Uh, Milton Subotsky. That is a brilliant yeah. name, isn't it? That no, is real... you wouldn't argue with him. No, you wouldn't. No. Um, well, there we go. There is a sequel, Daleks Invasion, Earth 2150 AD. So one day I'll we'll have to get to that as well. But um, hopefully not too soon. Thanks, I mean, Thomas, yeah. for that. Uh... Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's hop please into the past. Please keep listening to no, us. All please, opinions please are welcome. Leave. If Thomas likes it, fair enough. Yeah, I think it's, Thomas it's would probably that. say, yeah, that he liked the TV show. He probably hates this if he likes the TV show. Yeah. If, if but maybe he's never watched it. this. Like, maybe he's never watched Maybe he's just trolling us and he, like... <laughs> <laughs> he wanted us to... Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Let's go to the past and find out what we're watching next week. Hello from the past. We're here to discuss next week's film. Uh, starring Man of the Moment, in a way, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Everyone's favourite blacklisted actor. Um, you may have seen him starring in a very strange YouTube video as Frank Underwood recently where he denied certain allegations. Um, we haven't got the power or money for any sort of legal team, so we're going to avoid all of that and just discuss his <laughs> wonderful work in the film K-Pax. Uh, Chris, have you got a synopsis? You chose this one. Oh. Um, I mean, basically, is he an alien or not? That's the thing, isn't I it? I think is that's it? the main sort yeah. of... Conceit. He's a crazy dude who thinks he's an alien. Is he an alien? Or not? Or is not? he? We don't know. Is he? Yeah. You know, that a lot of people are thinking, like, at the moment, Kevin Spacey, <laughs> is he? Is or he or isn't not? He? Yeah. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah. Is and, he? well, I don't know. Is he? Well, we don't know. Or not? No. Maybe. <laughs> but maybe is all these he? questions will be answered in K Pax. So let's watch a trailer yeah. for K I'd like to begin by asking you. If you know why you're here. Of course, you think I'm crazy. He claims to be not human. Visitor from another planet. K-Pax. K-Pax? It's about 1,000 of your light years away from here. You're really from up there? That's a lovely configuration you're wearing today. Some real American Beauty uh, music on that, isn't there? Yeah. Mm. Who picked this film? Chris, sorry, uh, I did. I just I was doing a bit of a Kevin Spacey uh, YouTube right uh, trek the other day, uh, <clears throat> and this scene came up. I think. Um, 
literally of all the trailers you watch, that's the most boring science fiction trailer I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, well, I say they're going for that Ali McBeal vibe, aren't they? The, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a whole. Is it? It's, got, it's like a subgenre of like people who say they're aliens, but are they aliens? There's more than one film like that, isn't there? So sure not there guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is in that genre, isn't it? Yeah. Or people that say stuff is science fictiony, but it's not. Yeah. It's that, isn't it? I guess. But then maybe it is. Mm. We'll be talking is. about science fiction things. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, we'll find out that and answer to many more questions. Maybe Interstellar was like that for the first half. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Cool. Right. Well, well, we'll we'll get into that next week. So look forward to that one. Thanks. Bye. So next week we're back with K Pax, which will be another controversial episode, no doubt. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, unlike Roy Castle, someone who deserves the abuse he'll probably get. Yeah. That's probably the right word to use. It's going to be really difficult to talk around <laughs> things without, you know, oh dear, but fun. So yeah, join us then. But first of all, Alex, have you got some social media things? Well, yeah, where well, you can see us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SF Rating System uh, for all three, or Science Fiction Rating System at gmail.com if you want to email us some suggestions like Thomas did. Yeah. Uh, and Science Fiction Rating System.com is the website, so you can see the list and all the stuff we've done. And you can contact us through that as well, I think, now. Going on. Uh, Chris, are you still feeling engaged in 2018, 2019 that you're more on board with the, Yes, uh, I am, yeah. Uh, I've even written down my transgressions on this one that you need to cut out. I've put the time wow. codes. <laughs> wow. Um, Self- and I'll put them time codes with the files. <laughs> Brilliant. Fantastic. Good. Yeah. That's good to hear. So we're three weeks in and we're still going. I'm doing the admin now. Taking it seriously. Well. Yeah. Still taking Maybe it seriously. Maybe you can work back up to the um, the post of social social media correspondent. And originally that was your idea to be the one to push us in that. Oh, was I? Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that. doing a... Uh, like an under the radar sort of strategy guerrilla campaign yeah yeah right cool okay brilliant thank you cool so we'll see you next week for K-Pax say goodbye Chris goodbye say goodbye Alex bye and I'll say goodbye bye bye